Welcome back, everybody. It's Sarcasm Speaks. Uh, it's Jared, Bob, and Jones. This is the last podcast Jones will be doing as a non-married man. Yay. <laughs> I would have been, uh, been on the other day, but I was just too drunk most of the day to even comprehend how drunk I was. <laughs> Yeah, did you sober up by the Super Bowl or uh, did you just oh. carry it through? No. I just, nah, I just carried it through. Yeah, yeah. You got to land the plane easy, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I guess the only acceptable excuse to not coming on is the fact that you are too drunk. Because <laughs> that says a lot. You got to be pretty hammered to not make it on. I don't think I fully sobered up until... 25 minutes ago yeah <laughs> yeah what's today <laughs> uh about 15 minutes ago <laughs> but yeah this song yeah hey i mean you gotta fall asleep so you can wake up at 3 a.m yeah oh dash you'll appreciate this i did the uh, packing drinking game today the packing drinking game what was it every time you put something in yeah, remember we did that at uh, Crimson. I remember the moving out drinking game. I, I just you, you two might have modified it down in the double because <laughs> you two couldn't be left alone. Yeah, we should apply this. I just applied the same rules. <laughs> yeah, every so in the dorm, every time we made a run to the car, you had to drink. <laughs> so like, I finished my my putting like my snow pants and my jeans and all this crap. Take a drink. Finish like my sweatshirts and all the other like, nice oh, it's stuff. Like, each time you go out through like a, a, a category of clothing. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I'm following. I'm following along now. Oh, that's right. It's like really winter in Iceland. It's actually you, not supposed to be that. Are you going to, do you have to check a bag? Yeah, we're going to end up checking, I think. Three? Yeah, because our, like, our boots and shit aren't going to. And yeah, as soon as I heard you say snow pants, I was like, oh, there's there, that's not a travel lightly trip. That's part of my final thought. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> you flying direct? Yes. Thank God. Yeah. What is it yeah, from, so from DC to there? What is it like five hours, six hours? Just under six. So we'll get, we leave at 740 and get there at 635, the thing earlier am they're done because they're ahead of us they're that far ahead of us mm-hmm. how Holy many hours shit. are they ahead of us i mean i missed the math seven? I, remember, they, I, sorry, I refuse to do the math are they it's like yeah should be like five or six because they're not that far from england uh-uh. yeah so you should land at the same time that you take off which is fucking trippy yeah well except on the other guy yeah. So we're leaving at 7.40 at night, and then we get there at like 6.35 in the morning. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like 11. Right, right, right. Yeah, oh, yeah, the forward time. So the, yeah, the flight plus the time flight change, 11. Back. On the flight back, you'll land at the same time that you took off. <laughs> Roughly. You completely fuck my shit up. Yeah, it's <laughs> like time. It's I think it's like time travel. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> It was funny because I was talking to a Fournier today and he said he said he knew a guy who went from like Boston to England to Iceland. So he got all fucked up with the time. That's just because it goes from like I think England's like nine ahead of us, and then he loses three going to Iceland. 
Like, so he was all fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Well, that was like when we when we went to Hawaii. I mean, granted, we had a layover in Vegas, but we left at seven o'clock at night, I think. And we landed at six AM. But it's uh whatever. I think it's six it's like a 13 hour flight. I don't know. The times, the times are fucked. Maybe we didn't leave until nine, nine o'clock at night. I don't know. Whatever. It, it was, it was weird because it's a, I think they're six hours behind or five hours behind. Five. And it's a 12 hour flight. Something. Something like that. I think when I, I was in Hawaii direct from Pittsburgh, it was 10 and chain getting there. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. I just remember being like, holy shit. And then obviously on the day back, you know, on the fly, the flight back, you lose an entire fucking day. Yeah. Because it's 11 hours plus six hours. So it's like, all right, cool. There's 17 hours that just disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Time is weird. Time's a human construct. <laughs> you are freaking out man <laughs> um all right well speaking of, of freaking out um there's a lot of really wild shit going on right now um it's kind of a crazy time to be a person i guess i believe the phrase is it's a crazy time to be alive uh yeah that's what i said it's a crazy time to be a people um <laughs> There's, I mean, we talked about this on the, on the last episode, but the, all the UFOs that have been going on now, they, by definition are UFOs, they're unidentified flying objects, um, which by the way, we still haven't been able to identify the ones that we shot down in Alaska, Canada, and Lake Huron, um, haven't, haven't been able to identify them. Do you, shot, do you believe that for one fucking second? No, no, not a fucking chance. But we shot them down however many days ago, probably basically almost a week ago at this point. And we haven't we haven't found them yet. We haven't like gone to look at them yet. You know what the you know what the reasoning is, what they said, why they haven't been able to identify them yet? Because they've chose not to identify them yet. No, the weather. Well, the weather outside is weather. The weather outside yeah. is very weather. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, so they, they said that uh, the reason why we cannot go identify any of these things that we shot down is because of the weather. It's they already too, have. It's too cold. Jones, you work for the military. What, what, what have they identified? Soon to be worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still, you're still active, though. So you must get the the memos. What is What does the memo say? What, 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 what are they? I have gotten zero. Obviously, memos. they obviously they tell you. Yeah, I mean, you're on all the threads. I mean, clearly. Yeah. I'm. I read as much as you guys are. Like, I've been on like Reddit. I've been on all these fucking things. I haven't seen a thing yet, which is crazy because I remember seeing here where I saw it. Uh, they said that Lake Huron um, is shallower than like where the balloon got shot down. Because I think the where they shot down the Chinese balloon that's only forty-seven feet. But uh, Lake Huron is more shallow than that. So they 
Yeah, but it's way it's way easier to uh, recover something in North Carolina right now than you know the Great Lakes. Yeah, right. yeah, it's way it's, easier to grab so much, something from the it's Atlantic way Ocean. It's way nicer. Yeah, yeah. Lake Huron is it's it's so small um, that it it makes it tough to find anything because yeah, they some, can't they can't send their rowboats out. Yeah, the waters the waters are too choppy. Yeah, <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean though is fine. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, it's easy. And I mean, you'd think with like, because they shot one of them down the Yukon, like it's just snow there. Like you can just like shovel, shovel that off. Or like. There's a lot of ways to travel snow in the Yukon. Do you not have a helicopter? Because. Huskies. Because you can just hop in a helicopter and get exactly where you need to go. (laughs) Huskies will work too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just get a scent for whatever alien there is. <laughs> Be like in uh, Independence Day when he drags that one in the fucking parachute to the to Area Fifty One. Just let him sniff the parachute. Yeah, and then they'll be off. That's fine. They're dogs. That's what they do. Yeah, I don't believe for one second that they haven't identified these ships. There's not a fucking chance, especially. So what makes me believe it even less? Like I was already going to be at zero believing. And now I'm at now I'm actually positive that they have identified it because the reason they gave is the weather weather. Like if they had just said, oh, we haven't identified it yet. And then like didn't give an answer. I'd be like, yeah, you're full of shit. But if they're like, oh, we haven't identified it yet because of the weather. Well, now I know you're full of shit and you absolutely have identified it. You're just lying to us. <laughs> I think they kind of have to backtrack it because that dude from NORAD is like, yeah, I can't rule out aliens or anything like that. They're trying to just walk that back. Like they don't yeah. want to so, you know what I, You know what else I saw? I, I don't know if this was a guy from NORAD or what, but I saw that after. So this is like. This is someone trying to explain away why there have been five instances in the last like two weeks that apparently, again, you know, I I smell a little bit of bullshit here, but um, apparently after the Chinese balloon was shot down, NORAD changed their parameters for how they scanned the sky. So they used to scan for things that were a lot bigger, but after that balloon, they made this, they made their scanners look for smaller stuff. And now that's why everything is popping up because they're, they're looking for smaller stuff. Now they're not just looking for big stuff. So we have to, by that logic, I mean, we probably have a good ton of aliens somewhere. Yeah. I mean, if that's true, right? And they're not just trying to explain away bullshit. Like if that's actually true, then I think you're 100% right. Then I think we've had aliens here forever and our scanners were set to fucking big when they should have been set to like medium or small. I mean, like how fucking stupid is that? Imagine that like you spend hundreds of millions, if not in the billions of dollars in like radar systems to scan the skies for aircraft, just general aircraft. And you put into the algorithm to only look for big stuff. Meanwhile, all of these little things. So what they said was some of the objects that they have found, like whether, you know, the Alaska, the Yukon, the Lake Huron, whatever, 
um, they've all been roughly the size of a car. Like they've been as small, I've seen as small as a Volkswagen Beetle or as big as like a Chevy Blazer. So like roughly the size of a car. It's like, you mean to tell me that in the X number of years that NORAD has existed and had radar systems, we set the scanners to something slightly bigger than a car and we've been missing all of this shit. Just like in SpongeBob when it was set to mini and he needed to turn it to Wumbo. You had to turn it to Wumbo. That's exactly what I was thinking of as I was saying that. I was like, they 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 didn't they didn't set it to Wumbo the entire time. It needed to be on Wumbo. And these fucking idiots at NORAD had it set to mini. <laughs> the fuck? And again, that's if you believe it, right? That's if it's true. I, I'm not buying that for a second. No, because I mean the other explanation. If you is, want, me, if you want me to believe now, <laughs> if you want me to believe that, like that, that's why what's going on. Then you need to disband that agency because it's incompetent. Yeah, they didn't set the radars correctly. You're you are a fucking radar. That's all you are. Yeah, I mean, if you disband NORAD, then you kind of have to. If if you're by those parameters, you have to disband the entire military apparatus. I mean. That's fine. <laughs> just get a just get a mental health person. I think that's well, just uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need uh, we need therapists anyway. We don't we don't need more. We don't need more guns. We need more therapists or caseworkers. Yeah, caseworkers. But I mean, if we did disband NORAD though, then how are we going to track Santa? That might be a sacrifice to make. I mean, how am I supposed to know when I'm when I need to go to bed? I usually go to bed when Santa's in, you know, somewhere close by. I don't know which way. I don't even know which way does he go. Does he, he? He would go from east to west, right? Because they're ahead of us. So usually, when Santa's in like Iceland, then I know I need to go to bed. Otherwise, he won't come to my house. So, so yeah, so they would use NORAD for that. Yeah, and he can't possibly like drop anything off in China or like all right back. No, he does that first. Yeah, but he wouldn't do the. I feel like he would just save time and just not drop off hit Iceland, hit all the Christian countries, and then just say fuck everything. Yeah, I was saying, there's no fucking Catholics in China. That's got to be illegal. Christmas isn't a Catholic holiday. Christian, you're meaning Christian. Christian, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I guess technically, yeah. There's no but, fucking. I mean, way. at this point, it's an American holiday here in this country. We've kind of just adopted it as an American holiday, but yes, it is Christian, I suppose. There's no fucking way that the Chinese allow fucking Christianity in their country. Well, we know for sure they don't allow Muslims. <laughs> Are Muslims technically Christian or no? No. No, they just big, they big but no. they you they, just pissed off everyone in the Middle East. <laughs> whatever. Um Oh, yeah, because it's like Judaism. They're not Christians, but they believe in the same shit. Yeah, basically. they acknowledge yeah, Jesus as being a guy, but not yeah. like guy. not their savior. Yeah, yeah. he okay. was a guy. He wasn't the guy. He was just he was a jag. <laughs> I can't believe they acknowledge him as a white American who literally wrote the Bible. Yeah. Blonde hair, <laughs> blue eyes. Yeah. White. Skin. Oh, he never had. He was a white male with brown eyes. And dark hair. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Did you see any portrait of him ever? 
Yeah. Yeah, clearly. Who clearly literally they're wrote accurate. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Do you maybe that's weird. I wonder. I'm gonna Google that. Do does China celebrate Christmas? Like I wonder if it's become a worldwide holiday or not. I mean Please. wow. This is I don't know if this is like an example of the phone actually listening to me or if this is a very common question. <laughs> but I typed in does China on on my phone and the first thing to pop up is does China celebrate Christmas? The phone go. is listening to you. <laughs> 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 the second thing is, does China own Taiwan? And then the third thing is, does China have nuclear weapons? So apparently what the most, what people are most interested in is whether or not China celebrates Christmas. Yeah, so do they celebrate Christmas or they don't celebrate the same new year? Yeah, true. It's true. Um, Christmas has been steadily gaining popularity in the Chinese mainland in recent years, though it is not a public holiday. So they do not. Outside China's Christian community, its celebrations are not related to religion, but this doesn't stop it becoming a major annual event in some large cities in China. Christmas is regarded as a Valentine's Day by many young Chinese people. <laughs> oh, that's good. I do cool. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Restaurants offer Christmas dinners on Christmas Eve. What is what is a Christmas dinner? In China, in China, yeah, because it's funny. Because prime rib, I'll tell you that much. In America, we get Chinese we food. <laughs> well, we don't. We that's the thing. We 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 went over this. We tried to establish a Christmas dinner, but there isn't one. Yeah, in true. the U.S. and people want to hear something disgusting. I was listening to a history podcast a few weeks back, and in Japan, they, their Christmas dinner is KFC. <laughs> Like they order, like they order in advance, like weeks in advance, and they all have uh, KFC. That's just that's almost worse than ham. Yeah, I think I'd rather have ham. I might I rather know. have turkey. Depends. The popcorn chicken from KFC always held up. <laughs> I haven't had KFC in. I honestly could gotta tell be you the last time twenty I had years. KFC. Yeah. It's got to be 20 for me. Pretty close, probably for me. I mean, the only KFC we ever had was Everett. I used to go to Woburn. Across the street from the liquor store. Yeah. There's a KFC over there. Yeah. Yeah, so... Some fucking Japan, huh? <laughs> so japan's dumb uh and they're all old and they're all dying so we've we've covered that's that what already. they need they need the kfc yeah <laughs> long hurry up yeah um so so weird right weird weird times <laughs> it's a weird time to be a person um so also on top of that we have all that crazy ufo shit uh and then we have the fucking trains. The trains are just falling off the track. Literally. <laughs> have you guys seen all this shit? Did yeah. you uh, see the one that just happened in Arizona? Like 
an hour ago. I did not, but that would be what the third one. Yeah, something like that. Um, I just got a thing on Twitter, and it said there was a, a spill it, right right outside of Tucson had nitric acid just leak everywhere, so the highways are closed. Yeah, no, that's fine. Nitric acid isn't a big deal. No, definitely, definitely, that's fine. Nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with the environment either. So, if uh, if anyone doesn't know, um, I think the first one was Ohio, right? There was a train that derailed in East Palestine, Ohio. It's a very interesting name for a city in Ohio, but uh, East Palestine, um, there was a train derailment that was carrying toxic chemicals. Um, I think it was a vinyl chloride um, was one of them. So there's all kinds of crazy shit. Um, So when the train derailed, nobody died but it caused a massive fire and a huge chemical leak. Um, Authorities responded, whatever. Two days later, train crews began leaking the five train cars worth of highly explosive vinyl chloride into ditches and then intentionally igniting it. So they did this on purpose because obviously, like apparently if they, you know, if it caught fire some other way, it would have just all exploded. So they took five train cars worth of vinyl chloride, dumped it into a bunch of ditches, and then lit it on fire. Uh, So because of that, there was a massive fucking black cloud um, of like, just, you know, don't breathe this smoke. Uh, Lots of it. And literally five days later, uh, the government comes back and goes, all right, cool. Everything's all set. You guys can go back to your homes because they, they evacuated the area because of the, the vinyl chloride was highly um, combustible. So after they burn it all, everything's good. Everyone's like, yeah, no, you guys are good. Just go back, go back. No, no big deal. Everything's safe. We promise. Uh, but then within a couple of days, residents began complaining of headaches and illnesses uh, one resident said the air smelled like an overchlorinated swimming pool and his eyes were constantly stinging. Another person said she had to send her children to stay with relatives because their eyes were always red. Uh, another resident said six of his chickens died. A fox keeper nearby said his foxes had grown sick and one had died. Dead fish have also been photographed uh, in local streams and ponds. Uh, but yeah, everything's, everything's good. You guys can go back to your homes. Nothing to see here. Uh, no big deal. Oh, and by the way, um, no one is talking about this. Uh, in fact, there was one reporter that tried to cover it, and he got arrested. Uh, last Wednesday, uh, a reporter who was on site trying to gather information was arrested for disorderly conduct and trespassing. Uh, he was accused of talking while the governor of Ohio gave his speech. So apparently in Ohio, if you talk at the same time the governor is giving a speech, uh, you can be arrested. I guess, too, they're saying now that like all the stuff that's it's in the water now, and I actually saw a thing on Twitter that it's already up to like Niagara Falls. People are starting to like report like feeling like headaches and all that crap. Yeah. Yeah, we're fucked. Uh, well, m- maybe not us, but... Those people are fucked. And the government literally was like, yeah, you guys are good to go home. 
I think it's kind of funny too that it's only four and a half hours from Flint, so we might not be too far off here. <laughs> it, it's just it's wild. So you can't cover it because people are getting arrested. Reporters are getting arrested for trying to cover it. Um, and then I think I don't know when that. I think that was last week it happened. Uh, and then a few days later, uh, there was a train that derailed in Houston that was carrying not the same chemicals, but also like hazardous, tons of hazardous chemicals. Uh, and then that caught fire. And apparently, uh, as Jones just said, about an hour ago, uh, another train derailed in, would you say, Arizona? It wasn't a derailment. It was uh, just a, a, a trailer uh, tipped over. Okay. But, yeah. Whose eyes uh, is, is, um, is Mayor Pete the tra- transportation king? Oh, yeah, he is. And uh, he is under a lot of heat right now because people are asking questions and he has no answers. Was he mentored by the MBTA? <laughs> it might have been because <laughs> literally this sounds like the mbta it yeah. does except on a worse scale like yeah, except there's chemicals. worse ramifications yeah <laughs> it's one thing when the orange line catches on fire and people like jump off the bridge into the water um but it's a whole other thing when a train derails and quite literally fucks up an entire fucking city what was the um what was the movie about the leather plant in Woburn? Oh, um that was dumping the shit in the water. That wasn't Aaron Brockovich, was it? No. Or I, if 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 it was, that's not the movie I'm thinking of. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Um, I think we watched, I don't know if Jim McMahon showed us or Yeah, it's a it's a true story. Yes. Like the leather factory, or whatever, was dumping the shit in. Yeah. It's almost like the MBTA meets that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not, I just said it's not, it's not a few good men, but it, I, I, no, because that was you can't handle the truth. Um, fucking bitch. What the fuck is that movie oh, called? A Civil Action. Yes. It was with John Travolta. Yo, way. Hey, yo. Um, yeah, it's like that in the MBTA. It's just it's all coming back to Massachusetts. Yeah, we are the uh the pioneers. Poison the water. <laughs> Does anyone know where Ra- Raz al Ghul is at this very moment? <laughs> Can we account for Raz al Ghul? <laughs> Has anyone seen him? Because I think he tried this once. Yeah, and uh everyone got fucked up. Oh shit! I, yeah, I saw the. I'm looking at the video right now of Arizona. Hazmat alert and shelter in place. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what's what's going on, but uh, it's not great. <laughs> you think all these like UFOs, whatever, like Avengers, come in to like figure this shit out, or? Yeah, we're shooting them down. <laughs> yeah. 
Thought was actually just a tiny little guy. <laughs> Imagine it's like superheroes that are trying to come down and save us, and we keep shooting them down. Hey guys, guys look, we're doing a good job shooting all that shit down. The aliens <laughs> up top are like fuckers. We need you to stop shooting our shit down. Yeah, <laughs> we're trying to fucking help because you guys can't have fucking trains operate. You guys need to switch your radars back to mini. All right, just for like a day. Let us get you some help. All right, fuck. We don't want to land in China. We don't like those guys. They're mean. <laughs> Their food's not as good. They don't have General Gao chicken. <laughs> yeah. Why do you guys call it Chinese food when they don't even eat that in China? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that would be fucking incredible. That would make me so happy. If everything that we've been shooting down has actually been aliens that are trying to help us. And we think we're like some awesome fucking country, like doing great things. Oh, we shot it down out of the sky. It's like, yeah, well, you're really just fucking retarded because you just killed the people that are trying to come save us. That would be very spot on for. I would actually enjoy that thoroughly. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty fucking great. Imagine we shoot down enough where they're like, oh, fuck it. Time to go back. They they clearly don't want us. Yep. <laughs> Just hit the giant laser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys so, figure it out. Yeah. You, yeah, you figure it out on your own. <laughs> um, so the other thing, this one is is fun. Um, so shout out to sexy Chris. I uh I asked him about this the other night. And neither one of us could really find anything. I went on Reddit to try and poke around to see what I could find. Um, but so this is like a two-parter here. So I'll introduce the, it this way. So some people in the conspiracy world believe that the UFO stuff is fake, that they're actually either drones that the U.S. is shooting down or they're actually not shooting anything down and they're trying to generate a story because they are going to release the Epstein contact list. Now, I've seen some things that have said like judges have ordered the list to be released but I haven't seen anything about a date when it's going to be released or how it's going to be released, right? Or anything like that, who it's going to be released to. Um, Cause they might not release it to general public. They might release it to, I don't know, maybe just the FBI or, you know, like I have no, I have no fucking idea how it works. I'm not even going to pretend like I do, but that would be very interesting. That would also be kind of on par for, you know, America. You know, we have this Epstein contact list that's about to get released. And in order for it's quite literally like, hey, look over there. <laughs> look at all these UFOs that uh, they were shooting down. Talk about aliens. It's literally like distracting a dog. It is. Yeah. Could it be like the biggest 4 p.m. news dump of all time? That would that would go down in history as the biggest 4 p.m. news bu bu dump of all time, yeah. But 
it also would be stupid because they'd have to like continue like this week they'd have to continue with the ufo stories you know what i mean like if there's no more ufo story it's only tuesday like if they wait until the end of the week to release the list or whenever they're going to do it like no i mean just send it out of one book we'll be fine yeah so I don't know. Like I said, I looked, I poked around. I know Chris was looking around. He didn't know anything about it. I couldn't find anything of substance, but um, it's weird that fucking, what are we almost four years later and uh, people are still talking about Epstein, which is, yeah, I think it was 2019. I think it was before COVID. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Maybe it was 2018. I don't even know. Time like the COVID time has created like a vacuum. Bro, that's almost three years ago now. Yeah. Cause I saw I saw I heard someone talk about uh Savannah Harbor. Yeah. And I was like, oh fuck. We played there three yeah. fucking years ago now. Yeah. Yeah, Wikipedia is telling me uh August tenth, two thousand nineteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah. So we're that's three and a half years ago, going on four years. That's wild. And we still don't have his fucking list. They have the book. They literally yeah. have the they have the book of contacts, but they won't release it. So I don't think that they can't. I couldn't imagine they would release it to the public. I mean, there's they some. Can't. People. Oh yeah, yeah. They I mean, can't. me personally, I don't give a fuck. I I want them all to go to jail. Like I don't care who it is. I literally don't give a shit who it is. It could be whoever the fucking no. Oh well, maybe not. I was gonna say whoever the top philanthropist is in the world. Fuck them. Don't care. But I think the top philanthropist in the world is probably Bill Gates. Which um, case, who, away anyway. Which in which case, fuck him, and he is on the list for sure. Uh, we, I, I think everybody that has a brain knows that he's on the list. Uh, his ex-wife fucking threw him under the bus or wife, current wife, I don't know. Like one of his, his ex-spouses or current whatever threw him under the bus at one point recently. I heard that. She was like, oh, yeah, no, he knew what he was doing. <laughs> Talking about like... Because Bill Gates was like, oh, no, I don't know. I just went, he was, a, he, I went to hang out. He seemed like a cool guy. I don't know. And then there was one interview he gave and he was like, well, he's dead now. So, you know, you have to be careful. And I was like, what? Like, those were like his actual words. We're like, he's dead now. So you got to be careful. It's like, what the fuck is that? Careful about to, what? What the fuck is yeah, that supposed to mean? He's dead. No one yeah. Cares. Yeah. So fuck Bill Gates. Um, but anyone that's actually a good person, right? Like I'm, I don't know who do I actually enjoy. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> if Keanu Reeves is on that list, fuck him. He can go to jail. You know what I mean? Like that's how I look at it. Like I don't care how good of a person someone is. Like if they're on that that contact list, fuck him. Put him in jail. Don't care. But I mean, most of the people on the list are probably going to be total shit bags anyway. So. Yeah, I don't think there's any really redeeming quality about anybody on that list. Yeah, I'd be I'd be willing to bet my actual money that Keanu Reeves is not on that list. 
he's like actually a good person. <laughs> but I mean, like, Trump and the Clintons are on there. I know that. Oh, for sure. I mean, I can't think something. Bill was fucking hanging out with them all the time. I think yeah. Bill was on the charter like 26 times. He flew yeah. to the island 26 times. And even if like, I'll even give it to you, right? Like um, maybe some of those were for legitimate business. Maybe they were for like other things, but like, Hey man, you flew there 26 times, at least one of them, you were doing some sketchy shit. And I think it was well known that he was a pedo before he actually got arrested for pedo shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was originally arrested for pedophilia, I think, in 2007. Yeah. And then released. And one of the I've I've listened to a, a bunch of podcasts on him. Uh, again, shout out to Sexy Chris, who who pointed me in the direction of some of them. Um, and one of them, I forget, I think it was Miami when he was arrested in Miami by like city cops for something and he was released and the guy telling the story who was a city cop. And he said that someone, I forget who exactly it was or whether it was his boss or like the chief or someone, someone came in and talked to him because he was pissed that Epstein got released. And he goes, this is above our pay grade. And then like walked away. That's that stinks. So it's like, what? This is above our pay grade. So like municipal police, basically, like you fuck off, right? Like this, whether he was working for the FBI or whatever other intelligence agency, because obviously, like we saw that with uh, with Whitey, Whitey Bulger, he was an FBI informant, so he basically got to do whatever the fuck he wanted. So I don't know if something similar was going on with Epstein. Like they just kind of let him do his thing, but they were still getting information from him. People are, a lot of people like are really convinced that he was Mossad, um, which is possible, right? Um, or at least had attacks. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It's It's weird. Um, oh, you know what else is weird? This is, this is a show of fucking depressing and anger. Uh, apparently, so I sent the, I think I sent this to both of you, um, on Instagram, but apparently if you live in Canada, um, freedom equals bad. Uh, because let me see if I can pull this up really quick on, uh, my messages. Ian, what the fuck is going on with your homeland? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, so Rob Wolf, who oddly enough posted this, he's he's a ex like fitness the paleo guy. Yeah, the like the paleo guy. He was like the owner of like the third CrossFit gym ever to open. He's since like kind of left that whole scene. He does he does like um, health and nutrition now. Like he's more focused on nutrition. Um, he's a big everyone should eat meat, but not be carnivore guy. Like he's, he's actually really good. I, I, I really like Rob Wolf. Oh, you mean um, what most people would just consider to be like a regular? Yeah. Guy? But he's unique in today's world because you have to be completely one way or the other. You have to be, no, you're, you have to go vegan or no, you have to be a carnivore. He's like, no, you should eat meat. 
but you shouldn't eat exclusively meat. <laughs> All right, I got this crazy thing where you're going to eat some meat. Yeah. And you're going to eat some vegetables. And all that other stuff, you eat a little bit of that too. <laughs> yeah. But not too much of any one thing. And not too much of the sum either. Yeah. What a fucking this, this is, we're literally getting into, um, what was that TV show? Where, remember we watched it in Mansfield? Because I remember Dickie was talking about it. Um, with this political group that was called the Extreme Center. Do you remember what that was from? I don't remember that. Or I don't remember what it was from. I remember him saying it. Yeah. It was from, we were watching either a movie or a TV show or something. Um, But we're literally getting to that. We're like, you're extreme if you're in the center. Um, But so anyway, Rob Wolf posted this from the CBC News, which is the Canadian broadcasting company. Um, So the, the title of the headline is why the word freedom is such a useful rallying cry for protesters. And then underneath it says, the word has become common among far-right groups, experts say. So freedom is a far-right concept. Okay. What... What uh, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Freedom is bad. Yeah, freedom bad. Is 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 Canada communist or fascist or something? They're on their way. Just like in practice, they are. Yeah, basically. Because they fucking sure as shit seem like it. Technically, they're owned by England. <laughs> That's true. They do have to do whatever the queen tells them. Yeah. Well, the king now. I think it's still the queen. <laughs> they dig up her bones. I don't, I, dude. I don't make the rules. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't understand. What are we doing? Well, you How? see, this is this is like, and this is actually going to piggyback because it's going to come up again because of obviously what happened in Michigan State, which fucking blows. But people are going to again look for, you know. Like, like people are people are calling for like what happened in Australia, where it's like the government buys up all the guns and now no one has guns. And it's like there's no more shootings. I'm like, like good fucking luck. Like if you act like and that's the thing that pisses me off the most is you don't have to like guns like you really don't. But if you think they're going away that easily, then you just live in fucking fantasy land. Yeah. But this is actually an example of why shit like that won't happen here. Right. Because the second that you start going away from the things that this country was built on. Then you get fucking Canada where freedom is a fucking freedom is a bad freedom. Word. Freedom is basically hate speech at this point. Yeah. But that's all, but that's because it's coming. I assume that's coming from the government. Yes. Yeah. It's the Canadian broadcasting company. I think they're part. I mean, of it might government. not, it's probably not state run, but yeah. But that's got to be like a that's got to be coming from like a government like a pro government point of view, right? Like it doesn't make any sense. For I would. Not oh to. yeah, I would say so. Yeah. So like that's the type of shit. Like when people warn about like, oh well, it's not it's it's not the guns that are the problem. Like you don't know what else is going on. It's like this is actually an example of that because this is fucking stupid. 
how the fuck is freedom become like like how the fuck does someone actually write an article about how freedom is a bad word? I I don't know. Is the show the social dilemma? The you guys show? are talking. Yeah, Dickie. social dilemma. Um, potentially. It's kind of like a documentary slash drama on Netflix. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Social media tries to shape your behavior. Yep. Yeah, I remember we watched that. Yeah, so that's what it was from, the Extreme Center. Well, wow, that's pretty good. The whole time you were looking for that. <laughs> so I, I've heard of it before. I, I, I like I thought about it. I just, I, yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. So freedom is bad. It's pretty fucking sick. If you're if you live in Canada, freedom's freedom is bad. I mean, why would you want to live in Canada? Yeah, it's true. French it's... fries and gravy. It's really the uh, really is the dumbest time to be alive. Which um, one more one more of the dumbest time to be alive before we before we get into wrapping things up here. Um, this is like the the cherry on top of people being fucking stupid. Um, do you guys know who Mr. Beast is? Um, I only know. That he is a, I don't even want to say famous person. I want to say I, I, he is a YouTube person with many, many, many subscribers. Yeah, I would say he's famous. I think it's very, very safe to call him famous. Um, um I'm trying to think though, because if I went to the gym, I was like, oh, Mr. Beast. I don't think anybody, uh, anyone with any type of degree would know who he is. Yeah, well, no one our age or older probably is going to know who he is. I'm thinking even my current, my current college kids, I don't think would even know. Jones, have you heard of him? I've heard of him. I don't know what he is. Is he a streamer? What does he do? Yeah, so he, he actually, the answer is everything. Uh, so, yes, <laughs> he's the most popular YouTuber on the planet, actually. Um, he has more downloads or more views or whatever on YouTube than literally anybody ever. Uh, he has multiple different channels. So he has channels where like, he does like Twitch streaming, like video game stuff. He has videos. He just creates content all the fucking time. And he's young. He's like 24 years old or something like that. And he's worth millions, like Probably in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, this isn't who I'm thinking of. There's someone else. Okay. So he is actually like a really good person. Like I think he came from kind of like a, a lower middle class upbringing. Like he just decided when he was a kid. I think he started maybe when he was like 15 16 maybe that he was just going to like start making videos and like put them on YouTube. And then he's literally grown it into an empire. Now he has his own food line. It's called, um, B is a beastables or it's like beast snacks or, um, fuck, hold on. 
Mr. B snacks. Let's see if I can, if that feastables, that's what it is. So he has his own line of candy and food um, called feastables. And his whole purpose there is to make candy that's not full of high fructose corn syrup and like crazy fucking sugar and shit. So like he, he wants to make candy that's, I'm not going to use the word healthy, but it's less garbage. Right. Um, He also created his own restaurant chain called beast burger. Like this kid is like, again, I I'm pretty sure he's only like 24 years old. Um, And he's, hundreds of millions of dollars right so he also he one of the the things that he does is yeah he was born in 1998 jesus christ he's 24 years old um so one of the things he does with all of this money and again this comes from him kind of coming from like an honest blue collar upbringing is he gives a lot of it away like a lot of it away. He's like, I don't really need this. He goes, I don't need this much money. So why the fuck do I, why would I keep it? So he's, he's really into philanthropy, um, helps a lot of people, does some really, really awesome stuff. So that being said, that's a, that's a long uh, build up here. But one of the things that he did recently was he found, um, I don't know how many people exactly, um, but let's just use fake numbers here. I think it's maybe like 10 people. He found 10 people that were affected by uh, sight loss. So at one point in their life, they could see, and then over time, they became blind for you know whatever reason. He took these people, this X amount of people, and he paid for all of them to have some sort of like surgery or implant or whatever, so that now they can see again. They regained their sight. It's pretty fucking not wild, right? Like, um, people went blind. And now they're not blind anymore because Mr. Beast paid for all of their shit. Uh, 1,000 blind people, actually. Sorry. Um, Jones, do you have the, you have the info? Yeah, it, it was 1,000. Yeah. People. He's getting did that I, close from it. Did I miss anything? Oh, yeah. So I'm getting to that part. Um, this, was, this was all a buildup. Again, remember, we're on the – it's the dumbest time to be a live train right now. So – Well, is this one going to flip over and derail? Yes. Yep. <laughs> it is. And it's going to crash and burn. So this kid pays for a thousand people um, to regain their sight. So now a thousand people are no longer blind. Well, again, because this is the dumbest fucking time to be alive. And every day is worse than the day before. And everyone is a fucking moron. Um, someone came out and wrote an article that said Mr. Beast is an ableist because he is denigrating people that are disabled. 
because by paying for people to have surgery, to be able to see again and to no longer be blind, he is trying to eradicate disability. Is that a good thing? I'm trying to see the negative in that. I don't, I don't know. So I did, I did just Google ableism. So I'm on accessliving.org or some shit. I don't know. So what is ableism? Ableism is the discrimination of and social prejudice against people with disabilities based on the belief that typical dis- typical abilities are superior. That sounds bad, right? Obviously, it's like someone's in a wheelchair and it's like, hey, nice legs or whatever. Like, like <laughs> sounds like, you know, yeah. you're an asshole. Yeah. Then the next line at its heart, ableism is rooted in the assumption that disabled people require fixing and defines people by their disability. That doesn't sound like those two statements um, like does does this seem to be like a disconnect or like or maybe not a disconnect, but a leap from one to the other? Uh, it's a massive a fucking bit. leap because. Ableism is the discrimination and social prejudice against people with disabilities based on the belief that typical abilities are superior. Okay, I'm good with that. I am so good, understood, no questions, gotcha. Ableism is rooted in the assumption that disabled people require fixing and defines people by their disability. It doesn't I'm 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 looking at this like I feel like that's almost like a bit of a, like a high horse take where it's like, Oh, if no, cause, cause the way I see it is like, if, if you're prejudiced towards people with physical disabilities, that would be an ableist or, or like, you right. know, you taunt people because they can't do something because of a physical ailment. Right. And you being an able-bodied person. Right. But then it's like, Oh, that they require fixing. It's like that opens the door just to be a fucking insufferable asshole. Because anytime you try to do something nice, like, hey, let me help you with that. I don't need your help, you ableist. Right. It's like, no, I was just trying to fucking help. Yeah, to that point, I'm just seeing something. I clicked on this random news story, and there's this person on Twitter who sounds like an insufferable cunt. Um, it's deeply frustrating to have to rely on a benevolent content king making feel-good videos rather than addressing root causes of these problems. Maybe he just wants to fucking help. All he's trying to do is give back. Yeah. He's a 24-year-old kid with hundreds of millions of dollars and doesn't need it. Those thousand people, I believe, I'm fairly certain he just wanted to see if he could help them see again. Also, hey, I don't know. Maybe let's, let's just use a little bit of logic here. Um, those thousand people probably had to go through a sign-up process, which means that they wanted to be able to see. It's not like Mr. Beast just went around scooping up blind people and being like, you're going to get surgery, with, so now you can me. see. You know what I mean? Like he, he 
probably had people go through some sort of process because they wanted the procedure to be done. Again, he didn't force these people to get this procedure and force them to be able to see. It was their choice to go through with it. They wanted it. Do you want to hear another fantastic take? Yes, please. There is something so demonic about this. I can't even articulate what it is. So people just want to be mad is what I'm gathering. They yeah, they do. So, so yeah, you go, go ahead. Like, like, well, cause I'm trying to like, I'm trying to work through this here. So obviously like my brother was in a wheelchair, right? Right now. The way I look at it is could, if I could have done something that would have given him the ability to not be in a wheelchair or be able to speak or be able to like comprehend or whatever. If I could have done something to do those things, would I have done it? Yeah, probably. Do I think any less of him or his situation because he wasn't able to do those things? No, it is what it is. Like, right. That's just the situation. And like, God for like, cause I already, I already see how this goes. So it's like, you know, we didn't, I mean, we didn't really like do much in public, but like, God forbid we ever fucking brought him to Boston and we were having like a little bit of trouble to like getting him on like a subway car or something. Now, be it, it was probably going to catch on fire anyway. <laughs> um, But like, God forbid someone helped. I would have said, hey, man, thanks. Or, hey, thank you for that. Like, yeah, whatever. Thanks for holding the door. And you know what other people do now? I don't need your help. I don't I don't need an able-bodied person to, to get me on this subway car. It's like stop. Yeah. Just fucking stop. Yeah. Now, if you are, you know, blocking handicaps spaces, saying that they don't need them, shit like that, you're just an asshole. Now you're a dickhead. Yeah. 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 But like Simple. Holding the door open for someone in a wheelchair does not make you an asshole. Makes you a good person. <laughs> it makes you, it, it probably means that you're thoughtful and you're kind. It's right, right up like, there with putting your shopping cart away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a fucking common courtesy. Right, right. Just a basic human being. Yeah, basic. yeah. But no. So the the one thing for me on this that, that really gets me is like it really points out to the fact that there's a bigger issue going on here. And just to like cut to the chase and not go through like the whole fucking spiel, I think it comes down to college, like colleges today, right? Like this because I found the article. If anyone wants to read it and get really fucking pissed off, um, it's the actual article is from techcrunch.com. Um, and the title is Mr. Beast's Blindness Video Puts Systemic Ableism on Display. Um, and this person, um, Stephen Aquino, goes through this entire article explaining why Mr. Beast is a bad person uh, and an ableist for letting these people be able to see again. When I read through this article, and again, I skimmed it while we were all talking here, but this is like, there's, so there's two things at play, right? So I, I guess I should be fair here. 
The first thing is this person is just a fucking cockbag and he's looking for virtue points and wants everyone to think he's a good person. And he might not actually believe what he's writing. He's just writing it because, again, he needs views and whatever. Yeah, now that's, we're talking about it. That's a potential, right? That is a potential. The second probability here is that he actually wholeheartedly believes what he's saying. Um, assuming that the second is the case, that's a major fucking problem. Um, and like I said, I think it can be traced back to the university system currently um, and how people go to school for fake majors uh, and they basically get indoctrinated into like woo woo. Everything is fluffy it, rainbows. It, it's called bullshit. Yeah, it's it's bullshit. Um, because when you have that system and you indoctrinate these 19, 20, 21 year olds to believe all of this stuff, this is what you get. You get someone who writes a, again, assuming this is the second of the two scenarios, you get someone that writes a legitimate article about someone who did something amazing and paints this person as a terrible human being. So just to clarify, uh, the ADA is a horrible organization for ableism, yes? Uh, yeah, I would imagine so. Because they try to ensure that spaces are compliant right. for those, for disabled people. But that's a bad thing, yes? Yeah, I mean, depending on how these people look at it. Like, like handicapped people don't need their own bathrooms, right? That sounds like segregation to me. Yeah. They shouldn't get parking spots. What do you mean? Handicapped person can't can't travel with the rest of the people? Like this is insane. This is fucking stupid. Yeah. Ableism. Yeah. Good. And that's what I mean. Like I think if these if there cuz there are certainly people that actually do believe this. Like I said I don't know if this one dude is actually one of them, but he seems to be. That's a major fucking problem. Right? It's a major fucking problem that we now have an entire generation of people or a portion of an entire generation that believes this type of shit, which is exactly what it is. It's shit. It's bullshit. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't even know what to do with that. Like, I read that article and was like, this person's a fucking cunt. Like, that's my first thought. Like, Mr. Beast did something amazing and this person who wrote this article is a cunt. It's, it's basically, that's my conclusion. I just read the uh, Yahoo article very vaguely. and Yeah, I would think most of like that dude and those of his ilk can unpolitely go fuck themselves. 100%. They honestly just need, like, I think I've said this for a while now, just People have way too much time on their hands and they need to find something to fucking do. Yeah, I would agree. Get a hobby. People need fucking hobbies. Yeah. Just don't pick up golf because courses are crowded enough as it is. <laughs> Go find a different hobby. Go play pickleball. Plus, golf is an ableist sport. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. You should play pickleball. It's ableist, racist, sexist, you name it's, it. Yeah, check all the boxes. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to start playing golf. 
pickleball though that's very pick pickleball seems to be very uh inclusive yeah yeah there's your hobby instead of writing bullshit articles go play pickleball or start building ships and bottles you can do all that or you know what go try heroin fuck you (laughs) yeah that works too uh all right you want to start wrapping this up yeah all right um i made a copycat chinese style boneless spare rib marinade Ooh. so wow this stems from uh so i generally go food shopping for the both of us so michaela asked me one day she goes oh can you get me like the marinated pork strips and for like three consecutive weeks didn't have them then they did then they didn't (laughs) and i'm like this is fucking stupid so i was actually looking for aso sauce which funny story that's a new england thing i thought that was almost like an everywhere thing Hmm. um so looking for aso sauce knowing that i actually I don't really like the aso sauce, but it's the same idea. But what my mother used to do, so my mother can cook Italian food and everything else just was very mediocre. Now she also, it it matched the effort she put into it, but there was also like a little bit like my father would be like super sensitive to like salt. It's like, oh, it can't be too salty. can't be too salty. So she wouldn't put like salt on anything. So obviously all the food's bland. So she would like make pork chops, like brush it on, bake pork chops. And it's like, this is not great. (laughs) But I'm like, maybe there's a better way. But I'm looking for the aso sauce and I can't find it. And I'm like, I know where it's usually on an end cap and it's not on this end cap. So it must just not be here right now. Whatever. So, you know, I like I did a couple teriyakis, but the. The marinade's fine, like whatever. So I go, well, dumbass. You're trying to find a sauce in the store that you can't find. Just make the fucking thing. So she I decided to use her as my test dummy. I go, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna make like a spare rib sauce. Um, I have no idea how it's gonna be. You're gonna be you're gonna be a guinea pig. And she doesn't care, whatever, because I'm doing I'm doing it and I'm doing it for her. So she don't she don't care. So yesterday she like she's cooking her food to prep it in the air fryer. Whatever. I come home and it's sm- it smells good. I'm like, oh fuck. I go, your food smells way better than mine. I was like, shit. She goes, you can have it. I go, no, 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 that's not the point. Like, this is your like food for the week. Like, I'm not taking it from you. So she goes up to shower. I'm cooking my my pork chops, whatever. And like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, fuck, that smells good. So I'm like, I'm stealing some. So I, I just, I just <laughs> took like a little, I took a little piece. Um, and uh, we might be onto something here. The, the copycat boneless spare ribs. And I think all it is, is like, it's like hoisin sauce, soy sauce, garlic, ginger. I could be making that up. It's either garlic powder and fresh ginger or garlic and ginger. I can't remember. Um, and like that's like almost like effectively it. 
because when I was looking it up, I'm like, well, what makes it red? Like what ingredient makes it red? I was just going to ask you that. Food coloring. Oh, wow. That's it. That's no it. Shit. It's just food coloring. That's why it's red. Is it sauce like deep, deep red? I'm sorry? Isn't hoisin sauce like deep, deep red? No, it looks like barbecue sauce. It's been a while since I tried Asian. Yeah. I don't know. I've been doing it lately because I found some guy on Instagram that makes like, he makes it like fairly simple and fairly straightforward. So it's like, I can follow that. But like the shit, like normally you like look up these recipes and it's like one recipe wants like soy sauce, mirin, like Shaoxing wine. <laughs> uh, and like orange preserves and then like another one wants like soy but like chinese cooking wine and then rice vinegar i'm like how many fucking ingredients do i need for two fucking things yeah it's like i need like 13 fucking bottles of stuff and like that's the shit that usually pisses me off is like there's no consistency among ingredients but this guy whoever makes these things um i don't even know the fucking guy's name um a lot of his stuff is the same cuz it's supposed to be like like calorically fine what he meal preps his stuff so i've been doing a little bit more of like asian style stuff but this um copycat spare rib recipe that'll work absolutely that'll work next time you come across him on instagram can you uh send it to me well i have the recipe ah yeah yeah don't be a poker (laughs) (laughs) no because i didn't that's the thing is i didn't i actually didn't get it from that dude I Googled to find this one. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'll send it over. And and final thought. <laughs> how was the uh, how was the primer pizza? Oh, that was good too. Yeah. That looked fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah so that was after good. we recorded. So I did talk about the prime rib on the last episode. Um, so I took the leftover prime rib, put it on the pizza with, um. No heat jalapenos. And it was quite good. Were they just de-seeded? Like, I didn't know that was... So I don't know what makes them. Like, I don't know if we got, like, a... Like, a GMO type thing. Or if we've got... (laughs) Like, something that makes it not hot. They're just fucked up. That's very ableist of you. Or, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe those jalapenos are disabled. I don't know. <laughs> They're disabled jalapenos. But, um, yeah, they just weren't spicy. I don't know. Hmm. It looked killer. Oh, it was, uh, it was good. Definitely would recommend if you know you're going to have leftover prime rib and you're not sure how you would like to prepare it the next day. A pizza definitely works. I never would have thought to do that, but now, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine that prime rib with pizza would suck. Yeah. No, because, oh. and again, it's like, so I I only had like one slice of prime rib, like like what you would eat as a normal portion of a slice. So what the fuck am I going to do with this? So I just diced it into very small cubes and put it on pizza. That'll be great. Yeah. I mean, there's two things that are delicious and you put them together and And it actually works like that actually works like in a reheated situation. Yeah. It's either that or I was going to do it as like an omelet, which would have been fine, but pizza is definitely better than omelet. Yeah, I agree. 
Jones, you got your final thought? Yeah. So uh, we said before, I'm leaving tomorrow for Iceland. Um, first international trip. And I like honestly forgot how fucking awful packing is. <laughs> packing is fucking miserable. Like I remember like I used to get bent out of shape and I'd like pack like everything like a week ahead. And now I, I did just did it all today. And like, like I remember like going to like Hawaii and like, Oh, like this sucks. But like all you really have to do for Hawaii is you throw some shorts, you throw some shirts in there and you're fine. But like, it's supposed to be like, I mean, it's not going to be cold. It's going to be like forties and in the, in the day and thirties at night. But like all the crap I have to pack is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, we have all these high, like I just, I just fucking hate packing. It's probably <laughs> the worst part of traveling besides traveling. Yeah. And I know we talked about it at the top of the show, but as soon as you said, you know, snow pants and boots and stuff, I was like, yeah, that's not a, that's not a light packing trip. Like, cause I, I know, I don't know if Dats is the same way. Like we typically travel pretty light. Um, Like I, no matter where I'm going, what I'm doing, like, I pack a duffel bag and a backpack. That's it. Like I don't check bags. I don't do that. Any I don't I don't do any of that shit. It's a duffel bag and a backpack. If it doesn't fit, I don't need it. Um, but that's kind of not a trip that you can do that. <laughs> like when you're going somewhere that's like very winter, um, you need shit like you said, snow pants, boots, shit like that, and that would take up an entire, those two items, the boots and snow pants would take up an entire backpack by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Like I did for one person for one person. Yeah. 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 And like I did the whole touch. I did like four different Tetris things before I finally settled on. Okay. This is fine. Yeah. I can close. It. Okay. So what, like- what do you, what do you, <laughs> What are you throwing out once you can't get that shit back in your bags when you're once you're there? Uh, so luckily, like we're bringing another, we're checking another bag right now. It's just boots, and I think just like some random like toiletry stuff. But I mean, that's not gonna be like good. Throw all that out because <laughs> nothing. It's not gonna fit on the way back, right? But I mean, so we're just doing we're doing a small bag just because we're gonna be bringing some stuff home. So Amazon yourself new underwear now. Throw it all out when you're done. <laughs> yeah, like Vinny. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like any like socks every Wednesday. Yeah. I would I would not be I would I would be throwing out I would be throwing out single use underwear and single use fucking socks for me. That's how I'd be doing. Cuz I, I know for a fact I wouldn't be able to fit that shit on the way back. Yeah. That is so true. On the way back shit never fits. You never fit no. things it's it's like it's mind blowing, right? Because you're like, it's the same amount of shit. It's exactly the same stuff that I brought with me when I got here, and now that I have to go back, it doesn't fit. Like, did this shit just like expand over time? Like, how does this work? It blows my mind every single time I go somewhere. The way back, shit never fits. Yeah, and it's like in order because usually I travel so light, I I quite literally have to fold all of my dirty shit. Mm-hmm. To get it back in the bag so I can leave. And I'm like, I'm sitting here folding dirty laundry. This is fucking nuts. <laughs> I'm the same way. I, I'm the exact same. Yeah, it's just like, it's just a man. Like, we were like even packing this afternoon. 
and we're like running around like crazy and we're just not even like packing anything we're just like running around the house like what do we need what do we need what do we need like it's just madness yeah absolute madness uh well uh so my final thought um i have a question uh that's been going around the internet uh for all of you um, I have a feeling I know where Dats stands on this one, but uh, I'm going to pose it to all of you anyway, and let's see where we're at. So you guys have probably seen this. Everyone, like, everyone's been talking about it over the last week, uh, and it's called the Great Shower Debate. Uh, people are arguing with each other over whether or not you should shower in the morning or at night. Um, so me personally, I've become a night showerer. Um, in my, my, my youth, um, I was, a a morning shower guy. Um, but it would all depend, right? Like if I, like when I was working in, in the gyms, like when I was in the fitness world, like if I had to be in the gym at five 30, like I'm not showering, I'm not getting up at 3 AM to shower. I'm going to shower the night before. Um, so I've kind of flip-flopped back and forth throughout kind of my life, I suppose, but I think I've been, I've leaned more towards a nighttime shower person um, just because like, fuck it, like whatever, who, like I just went through the entire day. Now I'm going to shower. Um, but uh, where, where you guys stand on that, in that debate? I'm definitely in your camp. I mean, I also feel like it helps you get to sleep faster too. Like you yeah. Get that night shower in and you usually get back in bed, you get in the bed, you all comfy and. But I mean, I can see, I can see like showering in the morning too. But people are I, like, staunch, it's to... like one way or the other. Like people are real hardcore, like dug heel, like heels dug in. Like I've seen some videos that people have posted on Twitter and and uh, Instagram, and it's wild. There's like some heated arguments over this shit. Well, again, it should come down to individual situations here, right? So if you are so, so dead set on morning shower, I'm going to walk you through um, a day in in my life because I am not a morning shower person. Um, I wake up at 520 and I'm out, out of the house by 540. I go to work in a gym. I train people all day. I generally work out myself. And I leave work around six or eight at night. In the summer, in that time frame, I will also play golf. So if you think that it makes more sense for me to wake up at 430 just so I can shower. <laughs> To start my day. And then sweat, sweat, and sweat a little bit more. To get home at six, not shower. And do it in the morning. Like, yeah. How the fuck does that make any sense? Like, like how the how the fuck do you want someone to go through their whole day and not shower? Like, it, like, like what what kind of fucking inbred are you? That you're going to go your whole day and go into your bed 
And I know these people, dude, I know how, how frequently people like wash their sheets. I fucking yeah. know. Not that often. <laughs> not often enough to not be fucking showering at, at night. Yeah. Now I did hit now. Cause I saw, I think it was one of the barstool podcasts. The guys yeah, were like, they, they were flipping they out about it. Went into it. And one of the guys was like, well, obviously if I go to the gym, I shower after that. And then I go up in the morning. I'm like, motherfucker. I am. I am at the gym all fucking day. Yeah. So, and no, I don't have showers at work. So no, no, they, they can't do that. So I think what a little bit of what it comes down to too, is the, it depends on your job. Like if you're a white collar, like you go sit in an office all day, like, yeah, you probably shower in the morning, right? Cause you don't do anything all day. You literally sit at a fucking desk. Right. Um, but I've well, seen a, like, lo- a lot of people say like the blue collar, like if you're an electrician or a fucking a mechanic or whatever, like those people go to work, work all fucking day. They get sweaty, dirty, gross, disgusting. They get home and then they shower when they get home. Yeah. A landscaper is going to fucking wake up and shower before work. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're one of those people where you can wake up at, like if you can like like people can sleep into like 6 30 and you can get up you can shower like have breakfast and still have time before you leave for work like which is mind-blowing that's <laughs> fucking insane. nuts to me like i can't i i don't know like what people do like how do you start work at 9 a.m like what the fuck do you do all morning? Like I, I don't know, I don't get it. Um, <laughs> You're like ready for lunch by nine a.m. <laughs> I'm like, I can get most of a day's work done by nine a.m. But whatever, just so I'm just so efficient. <laughs> but yeah, it's like one of those things. Like okay, so if you do nothing for a living, like you like you get up, like you might even you might not even have to go to the office anymore. That's true too. But like, if you're like, let's just say you're a classic nine to five, let's, you're an accountant. So, or you're a, a finance guy that only has to work nine to five because accountants are fucking work, pull up, they pull stupid hours too. But if you're the type of person where you get up at six, six thirty, you know, whatever, you go to work till five, then you go to the gym and then you shower after the gym because you're, you're sweaty, you're gross. You shower after the gym and it's like you shower in the morning. It's like, yeah, that's not the same fucking thing as making the argument of night versus morning. That doesn't that doesn't work. Right. Yeah, I remember uh, people, even- people that shower twice a day are like, OK, cool. You clearly you clearly don't pay for your water bill. <laughs> like I remember when I went to the office. Like I would still shower at night. Yeah, just because yeah. I mean, like I would much rather have that extra twenty minutes of sleep than in the shower. Because I mean, the shower doesn't really do anything for you in the morning. It doesn't wake yeah. me up just anything like that, and I'm not sleeping. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's like, but I, I like, and that's the, like sometimes it's like, oh, well, you have to shower before you go into work. It's like, what, what, what do you, what disgusting things were you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like what were you doing that you smell so bad? Yeah, like do you not own deodorant? Like yeah. just I don't know. I don't I don't get throw it. some fucking deodorant on before you go to work. Yeah, that whole like, oh, you can't go to work without sh- why? Why not? Who gives? Like I said, push some fucking deodorant on. Take a couple sprays of some cologne. Whatever, or perfume if you're a, a woman. 
who gives a fuck? What does it matter? Yeah, I saw that. Like the barstool guys, they were like so outraged that people like shower at night. Yeah, they they took it and exploded with it. I forget where I saw. I saw it originally on Twitter. Again, Um, like credit to everything that barstool has built and done in those individual podcasts. Like, hey, like you guys do a great job of what you do, but you don't live in the real world, right? No, like you effectively live in fantasy land. Now you've afforded your way to get there. So again, congratulations. But your thoughts on how what regular people should do are a little fucking out of touch. Yeah, I think, I think from a practical standpoint, it makes more sense to shower at night. Why would you go to bed? Disgusting. Yeah. Like, how do you sleep like that? Like, how do you sleep in yeah. your own filth? It's not like you don't <laughs> feel disgusting if you haven't showered. Like, I, yeah, I, you don't shower like you feel gross. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, unless you don't have to be into work until nine, like you said, you know, like you just don't have that much time in the morning. You know, like there's some yeah, days, I, like I typically I get up anywhere between like six and six thirty. And it's like some days, depending on where I'm going, like some days I have to be out of the house by like seven. Like if I'm going to Cambridge, I got to be out of the house by by seven. Like if it's seven oh two, I'm going to end up being late to wherever I'm going. But then other days, like I don't really have to leave until like seven thirty, eight o'clock. But like I still. Like I I'm not going to shower in the morning. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Nothing makes sense anymore. Uh, so on that note, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, so thank you for watching on YouTube. Don't forget to, uh, click the subscribe button. Uh, tell everybody you know about the show. If you're an audio only person, again, you can also subscribe, uh, whichever platform you're on, uh, leave us a review. If you're on iTunes and Spotify, uh, you can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod. The Twitter is sarcasm underscore speaks. The Facebook is sarcasm speaks. Our website, sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch. Uh, yep, just like that right there. Uh, that coaster that Jones is holding up. Uh, you can get anything you want with our logo on it. Um, thank you to mybookie.com. Use the promo code sarcasmpod when you sign up to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. And also thank you to grillyourassoff.com. Use the same promo code sarcasmpod when you check out to save 15% off your entire order. And that is everything. So until next time, good night, everybody.